Hello there, it's Ian Whitworth from the Undisruptible website of this week's tale. Man versus hotel room. Stupid customer confessions. Why was there an acoustic guitarist in my darkened hotel room at 6.30am last Thursday? Vance Joy style folk stylings. Quiet at first, then insistently louder as they penetrated my confused morning brain. I wrote last week that it's time to get out, remove your mental tracksuit pants, and revive those atrophied outside world skills. After that year of business travel, I'm still not fully match fit for six hour sleeps after long pleasant nights of refreshments. So I went through the three confusing phases of deep sleep, hotel noise awareness. One, the sound blends into your dream. Two, hang on, it's not a dream, it's real. What's going on? Is Vance Joy in the room next door? And if so, why is he strumming at this hideous hour? Three, it's coming from inside the room. What is happening? Then I found the bedside alarm clock. Some previous guest, some previous guest must have said it. In 2021, the 30th year since the first smartphone, what kind of psychopath uses the hotel's bedside alarm clock? And why does it have a folk guitar alarm tone? This was a deeply hipster hotel. Lots of glass and black surfaces. Glass bathroom walls. Black light switches on black walls. Non-illuminated, so you have to search for them in braille. Matte black toilet suite. A stealth presence in the darkness. The noise came out of a black clock against a black backboard. The clock had no visible controls. I jabbed the only button I could feel in the darkness. Of course, that button was snooze. So Vance came back for an equally perky encore at 6.40am. At which point, I climbed under the bedside table and yanked the power out. But I was awake, so I thought, might as well have a shower. Hotel showers are always a complex puzzle. This one seemed pretty straightforward, though. Big, obvious overhead shower head. Simple left or right lever tap. I leant right in to pull the tap up and to the left. Surprise, motherfucker! There's a second disguised shower head right at face level. It blasts me full on in the face and shoulders with a horizontal surge of cold water. Chilled to the core, I dodge back and wrangle a secret switch to activate the overhead water. <sighs> I shower, then go to dry myself. All the towels are soaked, because genius bathroom designer put the towel rack on the opposite wall of the shower, about two metres away, but still right in the path of that first blast of horizontal water from that sneaky second shower head. I checked out of the hotel cautiously. When you start the day with scenes straight from the TV cartoons of childhood, the fear of falling anvils or grand pianos is real. I don't tell this tale to have a go at the hotel. It's still really nice, and I'll happily stay there again. It's to make the point that lots of customers aren't as good at using your product as you expect. That product is your world, and you have the skills. Customers like me don't. We can be stupid, distracted, impatient, half-drunk, or all those things. Make it simpler for us. We don't have the time or energy to read instructions or explore your exciting world of options. The digital world lives and breathes user experience, UX, design. But UX thinking doesn't get the same traction in the analog product world. If you have some time, go down the rabbit hole of UX laws that I've linked to on the page and see which you can apply to make your physical product better if your product is physical. I'll stick to three points. One, learn what annoys customers and come up with a solution for that. Two, 
Get non-experts involved. You're too close to your product. To illustrate both points, a non-hotelier supervised the design and build for a new hotel I really enjoyed, stayed in last month. He told me, I just made a long list of all the things that annoyed me about hotels I'd stayed in and made sure we didn't do those things. Simple taps, lighting controls that don't take half an hour and an electrical engineering degree to turn off at night after a few drinks. PowerPoints everywhere, where you can get to them, not underneath and behind things. So packages you can open. Most hotels focus on wanting guests to feel luxurious, but you can't get to that point if they're bugged by functional annoyances. 3. Less choice is luxurious. Business people often assume that more choice is always better. No, it isn't. Choices take time and effort. They create the mental stress of, what if I choose the wrong option? Be confident enough to just pick the best option and give it to them. A question to ask when developing a new product is, how can it be more rice cooker? This, the greatest appliance of all, has one button. To cook rice perfectly, you hit that button and walk away. Without wanting to get into Uncle Roger's lane, I feel like the recent trend of multi-button rice cookers is by, and for, white people, who have too many meetings. When you're developing a new product, there's always someone who wants to add the extra button, or three. Maybe it's justified, but make them fight every step of the way. Don't turn using your product into work. Hey, uh, I'm in the studio all this week recording the audiobook of Undisruptable, the soon-to-be-out book, which means it's finished and ready to go to the printers. Woohoo! It's coming soon. So, why not order it? There's a link to it in the page. You can order an in-print ebook or even audiobook. They're all three. If you have great taste in business stories, get in there. See you next week.